Thank you guys so much for getting up with us on this Tuesday, September 21st. We appreciate you guys being here. It's a little chilly out there this morning. Last night, we went for our nightly walk, and we were way behind on things. So we we didn't go until like 730. It was pitch black. It was pitch black. We were just like, should we take a flashlight? It's really (laughs) dark out here. And tomorrow is going to be the first day of fall. So the days just keep getting shorter and shorter. And it's cool, but it also is kind of like, oh, summer's over. Yeah, it's, it's well, we'll see you next year, summer. I was kind of in the same spot last night. I got to the gym. It wasn't even that late. I think I got to the gym about 5.30, 5.45, but same thing. I'm there working out and looking outside. It's about, you know, 6.15, 6.30 is starting to get darker out, and immediately my mindset starts to change. Like, you got to get home. It's almost bedtime, but then thinking, you know, you go back two months ago when it's light out till 8.30, I have no issue being at the gym at 6.30, 7 o'clock at night, but that when it gets dark out, something just changes with my mindset. It really does throw you off. And, then, and, and you know, sometimes, you know, people have to wor- worry about seasonal depression. And, yeah. things, you know, you don't get all that vitamin D from the sun. And it's a it's a real thing. But, yeah, it just seems like a lot less is accomplished during the day when <laughs> when that happens, even though it's probably not the case. Yeah, yeah but I'm like, it's, it's only, you know, it's, it's 630. Got plenty of time to get home and eat dinner and do stuff. But just that, that mindset changes. How was the rest of your night and, and day yesterday? Um, and you, you know, it was a day. It was a Monday. Uh-oh. It was, you know, the, yeah, I'm not going to make everyone bummed out. So I, I don't no, know. Bum us I, out. Bum us no, out. No, 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 no. Sometimes when you talk it out, it feels better. No, I'm all good. I, everything's good. I just, you know, it was a, it was a Monday for, for me and my family. So you, we got through it. And today is a new day. And I'm looking forward to today and, and things being a lot better. But yeah, not the greatest day for me yesterday. How was your day yesterday? Uh, it was good. It was, it was a nice day. Full day. Uh, work and everything. And but the, the thing I thought of you this morning. Morning, right before I stepped in the shower, I got up and um, I'm getting ready to get in the shower, turn it on, and I remember what we talked about on the show on Monday the stat you gave that said, in your bathroom, the dirtiest place is your towel rack. And I told you yesterday, in the 10, almost 11 years we've been in this house, I've never once disinfected my towel rack. So I walked downstairs, uh, I was naked, go downstairs, Jackson's looking at me like, what are you doing, man? Go downstairs, got myself a Clorox wipe, went upstairs, and wiped down that towel rack. And then I started looking around the bathroom, like, okay, what is stuff in here? What's something I've never wiped down, like disinfecting style in this bathroom? And it hit me. I've never disinfected. I've always wiped it down when it gets dirt, like wet and stuff. But my electric toothbrush, I'm like, I've never disinfected my toothbrush. I started cleaning my uh, my toothbrush. And then the stand that holds the toothbrush in place, I'm looking at that. I'm like, that thing is dirty. Started cleaning that. So I got into like a whole bathroom cleaning session this morning, all because of that stat you gave us yesterday. Well, that's good. Hopefully a lot of people did. I totally forgot to do that last night. I was I, I was kind of like jumping in the shower. And then uh-huh. now that you said that, I was like, oh, dang it. I, that's what I wanted to do. I, I remember I was in the bathroom. I'm like, there's something I need to do in here. And now I realize that that was it. I forgot to do that. But yeah, there's so many little places i noticed um this is so random but our our door handles they're like we replaced them all when we did our remodel so they're kind of like a modern looking door handle and like they're like brushed nickel they're kind of you know sleek and they have where they where they like screw into the actual door there's a little lip 
just like a little lip. And I was looking at it when I was in the bathroom the other day and I just wiped my finger across it and there was all this dust. I'm like, oh, ew. So I went to every single door handle in my entire house and like cleaned that lip like where dust was collecting because we never worried about cleaning our door like our door i, I clean the handles but mm-hmm. not that little lip on top of it i know what you're talking about a little spot i know exactly what you're talking about yeah you don't think of cleaning those spots until you notice the dust build up in those spots i know so now i'm gonna be really paranoid about all these things there, there's certain there's um in one of our guest bedrooms upstairs there is this there's a shelf in it. it was like metal shelf it's, it's a nice little shelf in the bedroom um and i noticed this was probably six months ago i'm like why against the wall down bottom, it's I'm like, it's gray. I'm, is it something? And it's a gray shelf. I'm like, is it something falling off the shelf? And what I realized was that it's dog hair that just kind of had built up against the wall. And it's just the vacuum doesn't reach underneath the shelf, but you can still see the floor. I'm like, whoa, that's a lot of dog hair down there. So kind of the same thing. Got the little handheld vacuum cleaner and zzz, got in there and, and cleaned it up. We are just filthy people. All of we us, are we're dirty. all just filthy. <laughs> so um, let's get started with the show this morning. Time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear Sweat by Inner Circle? Do you want to hear Man, I Feel Like a Woman by Shania Twain? Man, I feel like a woman. Do you want to hear Sex on Fire by Kings of Leon? Those are your choices. Get your vote in here. Tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. Vote on our Facebook page or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Ariana Grande is the highest paid coach in the history of The Voice. Now, of course, tabloids are now saying that this is making the other judges jealous. Grande is getting paid 20 to 25 million dollars for the show. Last night was the first episode. By comparison, Kelly Clarkson got about 15 million when she joined The Voice. Did you watch any of that last night? No, I really wanted to, but I was watching Dancing with the Stars instead. My husband said he watched a little bit of it and said she was great. We uh, I didn't yeah, I was the same way. I watched a little bit of Dancing with the Stars instead, but we did have an all-star performance last night by this year's coaches, Ariana Grande, Kelly Clarkson, John Legend, and Blake Shelton. Here is Grande and and Clarkson doing Aretha Franklin's Respect. going to check it out. I'm very intrigued by by Ari. I want to see her as a judge on there. So were they doing like the turnaround thingies? The blind auditions? Steph, did you watch last night? I know you're a fan. Oh yeah, I watched it. I tuned in at 7.55. <laughs> um, yes, they did the blind auditions yesterday and she was, Ari was super cute. You could tell she was kind of still figuring out the ropes. So she would like look over and see when people, other judges were pushing her button. Um, but I think she did really good. She was really cute. Oh, I can't wait to see it. I like uh, when I do watch the blind auditions 
shut your eyes so you can't see the person singing and be a judge yourself. You can't turn your chair around, but shut your eyes and just base, base it, um, your decision if you like that person just on how they sound. So Carly Rae Jepsen took to Instagram to celebrate the 10th. Yes, the 10th anniversary of this song right here. Hey, I just met you. She recreated a cover of her album uh, dressed as an older woman. She had three versions, the original, her current day look, and then if she was an elder woman on, on Instagram. It's kind of cute, but to me, this song came out five years ago. I just, I, it's one of those songs where it was kind of cheesy and stuff, but I just, I still love it. It still makes me smile when I hear it. Here's some other songs that are turning 10 this month. This one right here. song turns 10 as well. Just, you hear those like songs like that, they just take me back to a certain time in life. It's like crazy. All right, let's go. Uh, let's talk about two songs that can now drink. Two songs that turned 21 this year. One from NSYNC. Crazy. Yep. How about this one? I used to love this song so much. Oh so my good. Gosh. It can now drink. Wow. Last one here. It's neat when you're a kid and, and you get to go to work with mom or dad for a day, see what they do. It's even cooler when your dad is Jeffrey Dean Morgan and he's a character on The Walking Dead. So Jeffrey Dean Morgan's 11-year-old son, Gus, he actually made a zombified guest appearance on Sunday's episode of The Walking Dead. And Jeffrey shared a video of his son, trans- his transformation and photos and everything. And he said, quote, that's my boy. We're super proud of Gussie Dean. And he also thanked uh, the, the staff of The Walking Dead for making his kids' dreams come true by being a zombie on his dad's TV show. Yeah, nice little perk there. Are you watching Walking Dead soon? I know. It's, it, it records every night um, or every time it's on, but we just haven't gone to the DVR. And, and watched it yet. One day we'll catch up. One day. I'm the same way. You got that. And then also, um, This Is Us. I tapped out of This Is Us during the pandemic because when This Is Us started tackling the pandemic, I didn't feel like watching the pandemic when we were still living the pandemic. Yeah. But I guess they're getting ready to wrap up the show this fall. Like, put a bow in the whole thing. So. Yeah, they keep teasing that this is it. This is the, the last leg of This Is Us. And I think we missed a lot. I think I, I've had some friends that stuck with it saying like, oh my gosh, you're so behind. There's so much that has happened. So... Again, one day I'll get to that. Something <laughs> to look forward today. to. Yeah, something to look forward to. We've got more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. Duncan Lawrence Arcade. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1486. And now, here's your host, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is 6 o'clock Tuesday, September 21st. Thank you guys for joining us on this dark uh, Tuesday morning. And that full moon, man, it, it is right outside my window. I'm looking outside and it is just bright. Harvest moon going on till tomorrow and... Wow. I, I, I just feel like overnight things changed. Like all of a sudden, like what the heck is going on here? Bye-bye summer. Yeah. There's, there's something. I used to always have my um, backyard floodlights on. As soon as the sun would go down, floodlights go on. They stay on all night long. And about two or three months ago, I, I turned them off. They were on a timer, so they turn off at one point at night. So when I take Jax out in the morning, at like 3 o'clock in the morning, go to the bathroom, walk outside, it's so dark by my house, and just the sky is just stunning. And 
walking out like this morning, walking out in the backyard and seeing the moon the first thing this morning. It's just, it's gorgeous out there right now. It's yeah, a beautiful sky. It really is. And I, I, I'm transitioning slowly into the fall wardrobe. Wore a long sleeve shirt today. I was just like, okay, here it comes. Here it comes. Boots are next. I'm very excited about this. But yeah, it's just, I, I feel like it just happened overnight. Like this weekend was the transitional period or something. I'm excited too, because at the end of, it was the end of last, last winter, I, I bought a new coat, a new jacket. It's a heavier jacket. And so I'm excited to be able to put that on in the next couple weeks. And it's funny because we'll start bringing that out at like, what, 70 degrees? <laughs> and the rest of the world is like, wait, what? <laughs> that's Living in Las Vegas, that's life for you, right? Yeah, it was a Saturday, it was either Saturday or Sunday. My wife gets up early to go ride the horses and stuff. And I was up before her, so I was outside with the dogs. And um, she woke up, she came downstairs, and she's like, is, is it chilly outside? Yeah, it's a little chill in the air. And she went upstairs. She got dressed to go to the barn. And she came downstairs. I mean, she had hoodies on, hats and everything. I'm like, it's not that, it's not that chilly. <laughs> There's a chill in the air. But we're not, we're not at that point yet. The, the excitement is there for all those, all those clothes. That's funny. Yeah, just keep that in mind. You don't need a hat and a scarf yet this morning, but maybe a, a little warmer than usual. So, uh yeah, keep that in mind as you're headed out the door this morning. How you doing? Good. I, you've got me on something here. You, you said you like to look up famous birthdays every day, so whose birthday it is. So I was just thinking this morning, like, whose birthday is it today? Jason Derulo. How old do you think Jason Derulo Jason is? Jason Derulo, 32. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> that, that was just random. Okay. Uh, Stephen King. Uh, 70... Mm, let me think. 74? Yes. Are you serious? Yes. Okay, Lindsey Sterling. Remember the violinist, Lindsey Sterling? We have a beautiful picture of her yes. when you walk into the radio station. How old is Lindsey Sterling? I'd say she's in her mid-30s. Yes. Um, 34, 35? 35. What the heck? <laughs> I did not look at the celebrity birthdays this morning. Nicole Richie. Uh, 30. You're giving Nicole Richie 30? 40? 39. <laughs> I talked to you there. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, get me there somehow. Yeah, I have no idea. I, I Yeah, like to me, she's still that girl on, uh, what was that That reality show she did? The Simple Life. Yeah, she's still, uh, she's still that girl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your girls, are, honestly, your girls are still, Sophie is 12 and, and Brooklyn is, I don't know, seven or eight years old in my mind. Yeah. It really is. Sometimes I forget too. And Brooklyn's getting as tall as Sophie now. Like she's right on the verge of passing her. <laughs> That's a big thing in my house. Like every day, Brooklyn goes up to her. Am I taller than you yet? No. Okay, fine. And she walks away. Oh, you think, you think she's going to get her? I think she is. Is that a thing where if you, um, every pair of sisters I've ever seen, the the second one is taller than the first one. Everyone except my sister. She's shorter than me. Um, and I fully expected her to pass me, but she's, she's like, I'd say three inches shorter than me, but Every other like pair of sisters, the younger one is always taller than the older one. It's a really weird phenomenon. Does that go with brothers as well? Um, and if you have two girls or you got a sister, is that the case? 702-364-9400. My younger brother is taller than me, but I, I know plenty of uh, friends that have brothers and stuff who the, uh, the older is taller than the younger. So I don't see that applying to boys. It doesn't apply with my brothers. My older brother, the oldest brother is uh, taller than my youngest brother on that. But it's just a weird thing with sisters. It seems like we, I, I think me and my sister are the only sisters that where the uh, youngest is actually shorter than the oldest. It's very odd. How old's Bill Murray? 
Uh, Bill. Wait, who's Bill Murray? Bill oh, Murray. Oh, 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 okay, okay. I was like, uh, you had to make me think. Uh, seventy-two. Ah, seventy. Ah, you're in the you're in the you're in the ballpark. Close. I was yeah. close. This is a two-year um, leniency plus or minus that you're allowed. In this game. <laughs> That's funny. I uh, I didn't look at the celebrity birthdays this morning, but now I'm going to make that a thing every morning. I'm going to look in case you quiz me. <laughs> All right, let's talk about today's show. We do have Try It Tuesday. We got a food thing coming in this morning at eight fifteen. We're sure you're going to like it, and we'll find out if we like it when we taste this product at 8.15. We also have those Dua Lipa tickets at 8.25. That's going to be a big concert next year. And then in less than 15 minutes, we've got your tickets to Magic Mike Live. That is an awesome show. And they got a new home at the Sahara Hotel and Casino. We've got your tickets when you win. Heads up. And up next is what's trending. What do you have for us? Well, Brittany is back. Who killed it on the dance floor on last night's Dancing with the Stars premiere and how you can score some sweets for someone today to show your gratitude. That's coming up next in What's Trending. It's Sheeran Bad Habits. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. Those tickets to Magic Mike Live. We have them for you right after What's Trending. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Okay, lots trending this morning, including Britney Spears. She is back. Remember we told you last week that she just deactivated her Instagram and went MIA? Well, that didn't last long. She's back on Instagram. She posted two photos that were taken on a weekend getaway to Palm Springs to celebrate her and her fiance's engagement. She said, quote, I couldn't stay away from the gram too long, so I'm back already. The break lasted all of seven days. I've I've done longer Instagram breaks than seven days. <laughs> she followed up her photos with some dancing videos. One where she's dancing to Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz. And then another one where she's uh, dancing to Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. I think that one was an older video. She said, here's another here's another version of me dancing to to bad guy. So, yeah, she's back. No worries if you were worried. <laughs> she's back putting out content. It was a solid week. Sometimes you just need that weak cleanse to step away from everything. And But we, she, she did she do some grandiose statement that, like, I'm stepping away for the next six, seven months? Or she just said, I'm stepping away, right? Yeah, okay. I, she, I don't think she said for how long. I think we all assumed that this was going to be until the whole, um, conservatorship thing was, was fixed. Mm-hmm. But, alas, we were wrong on that. <laughs> so, she's back. Also trending this morning is Dancing with the Stars. The 30th season of the show premiered last night. Now, despite it being the first episode, there were a lot of standout performances. The the cast is pretty good this year. Mel C from the Spice Girls kicked off the performances with a very high energy cha-cha. She scored a 27 out of 40. Uh, Olympic gymnast Suni Lee, she absolutely killed it with a jive, earning a 28 out of 40. She actually tied with Amanda Klutz, who earned a 28 on a tango. But the highest score of the night, spoiler alert, uh, it was JoJo Siwa. She made show history with her same-sex partner, Jenna Johnson. The duo did have a slip-up in the middle, but ended up with a score of 29 out of 40. You said you watched it. Did you watch the whole thing or just bits and pieces of it? Um, I'd say I watched like 80% of it. I like was hardcore into it at the very beginning, and then um, I kind of had stuff I had to... I had to take care of, but uh, yeah, it was really good. I saw the first like three or four dancers, so I saw uh, Spice Girl, and um, I kind of feel bad for the other contestants, because the Spice Girl, she performed, and every single judge was saying how they're such a huge fan. They're so excited to have her here. They love her. They love the Spice Girls. They, they talked about their Spice Girl moments, and I'm thinking favoritism a little bit. They just seemed, they were super excited to see her. I just felt like it was kind of over-the-top excitement to see her, and if I was another contestant, I'd be like, hey, 
Okay. Are you gonna judge? Are you gonna be a fair judge when it comes to, uh, comes time to judge the dances? I, I, yeah. I mean, I see. I could see your point, but I, I think they're pretty fair. I mean, I, she was good. She was. Good. She was really good. So I think she did deserve her scores. But, um, yeah, I, I, I felt like that some of them would fangirl or fanboy on a certain people but it was pretty much the consensus with Mel C. Everyone was like oh my gosh a Spice Girl. So that is trending this morning. Also trending this morning is Dream Job. So a new survey has come out and it shows that 43% of Americans are currently working their dream job from childhood. On average those respondents first landed their dream jobs at 23 years old. The top dream careers were doctor or nurse, lawyer and actor an artist and teacher rounded out the top five. When you were a kid, what did you, what was your dream job? Zero, age zero to age 14. I wanted to be like a cop is what I wanted to do. I wanted a police officer. And then uh, 15, 14, 15 up, I wanted, radio was in the back of my mind. So I would say that based on teenage JC, I am living my dream. Zero to 14 year old JC, I wanted to be a cop. I'm not living my dream. I, I didn't even know that being on the radio was a real job. I, I, I remember hearing it, but I never for a moment thought that I could, you know, one day have a job where I got paid to do that. So I would say at the time, no, it was not my dream job. Obviously, doing it now, it's, a, it's an amazing mm-hmm. job. But yeah, I was like, I, I was just kind of like, I just want to make money. I don't care. I think I, I probably wanted to be a singer, even though I couldn't sing. If I if I had to pick something. Did you think, when I was a little kid, I thought there were people actually inside the radio. In my mind, I envisioned like two people sitting on chairs, these, these tiny little people inside the radio doing like a talk show or talking. I couldn't wrap my mind around what radio actually was and how it all worked. In my mind, there's just people inside our little little box inside the car doing their thing. And then, like, you know, for a song, a band walks in. Yeah. They perform their song, <laughs> then they walk out, then the next band walks in. That's and, how it works. Yeah. Uh, finally, this morning, Krispy Kreme is trending. So today is World Gratitude Day, and the chain is encouraging customers to spread the love. Starting today through September 27th, when you order a dozen donuts to send off You'll get a free dozen in return. All you got to do is order through the Krispy Kreme website or app. Make sure you use the code THANKS, all capital letters, THANKS, and you'll get a free dozen for them and you. Um, or wait, you no, you have to buy a dozen for you and then they'll get the free dozen. So you'll also get to choose a box that either says thank you or sending some sunshine. And then once you order, a gift wrap box will be sent to your recipient's door if they're in the delivery range of the store. But you can also pick up the dozen and hand deliver it yourself. Once they get their donuts, you'll get a voucher for a dozen to enjoy through October 27th. So kind of a cool thing there. And that is what's trending. Let's do this. We want caller 20 right now. 702-364-9400. Grab your phone. Give us a call. Your caller 20. You're playing heads up, and this is a real entertaining prize. We have a pair of tickets for you to go check out Magic Mike Live at its new home, the Sahara Hotel and Casino. It is a fun show. Grab a friend and go check it out. All you got to do is be caller 20 right now. Pick your category. Pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you are going to win. Caller 20, you play 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. All right, let's get our contestant. It is Caitlin. Caitlin, you're caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Going on. Yes. Okay, turn your radio down. Let's do this. Pick a category. Do you want to go with Arg Matey, Deep Dish, Holy Guacamole, or Easy Bake? I can do that. 
Easy Bake. Easy Bake it is. Okay, who? Um, National Bakery Day was last Friday. So these would be foods you bake. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Um, I'm going to go with you, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Caitlin. Now, you're not alone there, are you? Who's, who's, who's helping you out today? Um, my stepmom and my mom. Oh, I love this group effort. Okay, so here you go. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct in 60 seconds. You'll get tickets to go see Magic Mike live. And you guys, you start now. This is like an Italian casserole that's in layers with noodles, ricotta. Lasagna. Oh, yes. This is when it's someone's birthday, you bake them a... Cake. Yes. This is um, a Mexican dish with like tortillas wrapped in, uh, there's meat inside, and then you put sauce on top. Enchilada? Yes. This is um, uh, uh, Chips Ahoy is a type of Oreo. Cookie. Yes. This is um, a pink fish that people eat. It has a Salmon? lot. Yes. This is, um, you can have it baked, you can have it as fries, you can have it as potato. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you got it, Caitlin. No problem. <laughs> Congratulations! Thank you. Nice. So, are you ladies ready to go see Magic Mike live? Yes. Oh, man. <laughs> it's going to be so fun. It's such a great show. You're going to love it. Thoroughly entertained and not horrible to look at. That is for sure. It's a great storyline as well. The guys, they tell a story. I've seen the show. It's fantastic. We've got tickets for you to go see Dua Lipa coming up in the 8 o'clock hour when you win Heads Up. And here's Olivia Rodrigo. Deja Vu. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, 637, and I don't know how you recover from that. I I don't think you can recover. I think you have to just keep going with the flow. (laughs) (laughs) I was telling Mercedes, I was on a Zoom call yesterday. There was five of us on this Zoom call, and we've all done a Zoom call together before working on this this event that's coming up. And, And one of the guys on the call kept addressing the woman that organized everything, whose her name is Jennifer. He kept calling her Jessica. And the first time he said it, he's like, well, well, Jessica, I got a question. I'm like, who's, I'm like, who's Jessica? And then, uh, and then Jennifer jumped in and responded. I'm like, does he not realize her name is Jennifer? I'm like, maybe I misheard it. And then he says it again. And then I'm thinking, like, is there a Jessica that's on this call that I'm not seeing on this Zoom call? But he, he keeps doing it, and no one, no one is correcting him. And then, then it hits me, too. It's like when you're on a Zoom call, you can see the person's name. It says their name right there as long as they type in their name correctly. It says right there. So when she's talking and addressing all of us, it says Jennifer is, you know, it says it below her. You see her picture and you see the name Jennifer. But the entire time, this dude kept calling her Jessica. And it's like, man, at one point, someone's either going to correct him or at some point after the call or something, he's going to be emailing her and realize like, oh my gosh, it's Jennifer, not Jessica. I think at that point, um, next time I jump in and say something to Jennifer, I really, I really emphasize her name. I'm like, Hey, Jennifer, I have a question. And then she'd be like, yes, Jennifer, do you think that this da 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 Yeah. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, it, I think that's the only way you like I, that person, the guy's never going to recover, you but you can at least kind of put it in his mind at the at the minimum, you know? That's a, that's a great way to do it. That's a great way to do it. Because I remember when um, Salt and Peppa were in studio, and I forget who it was, but one of them kept calling me Jay. They're like, well, listen, Jay, 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 and I think you you did the same thing. 
a couple of times. I did. I kept calling you JC. <laughs> You're like, well, JC. And then she kept calling me Jay. And that didn't bother me so much because I have an aunt that calls me Jay. Maybe she just shortened it to Jay instead of JC. But I remember you doing She's like, that. like, yeah, I know Auntie Carol. <laughs> I talked to her. <laughs> That's why I got Jay. But I remember you saying that a couple of times. Like, oh, is that so, JC? And I'm like, yes, Mercedes. Like, I never say your name to you no. usually. Uh, and so, yeah, I just, it's, it's hard. Have you been on that end where you always get called the wrong name? Jessica, what happened to you? So I've been called Jennifer since kindergarten. I'm 42 years old, and it's, I mean, I worked with my coworkers for seven years. I still get Jen, Jennifer. I get it by customers. I, I thought it's because I look like a Jennifer, but even people that don't know me over the phone. I'll say, hi, this is Jessica. And they're like, thanks, Jennifer. Uh, maybe this is a Jessica Jennifer thing. Maybe. I wonder if the other Jessicas have to deal with. <laughs> well, we know you are Jessica, and we will not mess up your name. I promise you that. <laughs> you. Have a good day. You too. You too, Jessica. Bye-bye. Real quick, uh, Jocelyn, someone had confusion with you yesterday. Oh, my God. Jo- you just did it. Jocelyn. <laughs> you just did it. You I called the Steph Jocelyn. No, I was looking at the screen. Wow. <laughs> That's yes. why. That's I was why called I Jocelyn yesterday, our former producer who used to work on the show we were in a meeting and they're like i was like don't forget to add me onto that email and he's writing down his to-do list he's like okay email jocelyn i'm like um my name is steph and he goes oh yeah sorry about that i'm like yes yeah, so we look alike maybe we're sisters i don't know Whatever. <laughs> and, and here's jc like jocelyn what happened to you yesterday <laughs> i saw your note on the screen that's why i got it in my head thanks okay, jocelyn. george <laughs> all right mary what's coming up in the hot three <laughs> i'm like mary what are you talking about um so we're gonna talk about Pfizer saying that COVID vaccine works in younger children. Details on that. Also, Americans do this 96 times a day. We'll tell you what this is. And this is a very insightful uh, study. Every fast food chicken nugget ranked. Where will you get the best ones? That's coming up next in the Hot 3. The Kid Rory, Justin Bieber, stay. That song is back in the number one spot. It's the number one song in the country. Some interesting happenings on the Billboard Hot 100 charts. We'll break it down next hour in the dirt. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. And Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Pfizer says its COVID vaccine works for kids ages 5 to 11 and that it will seek authorization from U.S. health officials for this age group soon. Now, for elementary school-aged kids, Pfizer tested a much lower dose, a third of the amount that's in each shot given now. Yet, after their second dose, children ages 5 to 11 developed coronavirus uh, fighting antibody levels that were just as strong as teens and young adults getting the regular strength shots. The kid dosage also proved safe with similar or fewer temporary side effects such as sore arms, fever, or achiness. I did get that, the sore arm after mine. It was weird. Yeah, I, I got that too. They say you're supposed to do the windmill thing when you get your shot um, and you know move your arm around and around and around like a, a windmill so that it kind of spreads in your arm and that helps alleviate some of that. But I did not do that. I found that out after the fact. <laughs> I was the same way. I mean, it wasn't like anything to, you know, I could I could still do everything. I just like, I, I felt it in my arm, but yeah, the same thing. It was just very, I didn't move my arm around. Right uh, the, the second shot, I was like really, I, did, that, I was really tired. I was like, oh, I don't feel so great. But then the next day I was fine you're ready to go yeah yeah um also this morning it shouldn't come as a surprise to anyone to hear that they check their phone and un 
ungodly amount. Some people even have apps that tell them how often they do it. Well, the tech company Assyrian says Americans check their phones 96 times a day, which is about once every 10 minutes that you're awake. That is up 20% from a similar poll in 2017. And it's up a thousand percent from how often people would look at their pocket watches and rotary phones 60 years ago. That's crazy. Let me look at my pocket watch oh, to see what time it was. What's the time? Let me see. Mm. Hmm. But it might not be a bad thing. Nearly half of Americans say their smartphones help them achieve more work-life balance, not less. I, uh, d- did you download the iOS update on your phone? I don't, let's, did I do auto updates? There's a new update and yeah, it's, it's a great update. Really? There's some fun stuff with it. Like, like some cool, um, Things that you can do with FaceTime uh, with people where it looks more like a Zoom call than it does the FaceTime. And then um, just the aesthetic is a little different, like with the text messages that come in and when you use Safari on there. I like the update. It's really good. I got to do it. So I'll do it tonight. Came in yesterday. So so that's going on. And then back to that pocket watch. I mean... (laughs) We're checking our phones more than our pocket watches 60 years ago. You don't say. I, I did. Did people still carry around pocket watches 60 years ago? I mean, I know 60 years is a long time, but that sounds like something from like the 1910s or 20s. Yeah, 60 years me. ago is what? Like the uh, would be what in the 50s? I guess maybe there was. I don't think Who people had pocket watches in the 50s. I don't know. I my uh, You have Instagram on your pocket watch. That's why they weren't checking our yeah. pocket watches. Oh, look at what uh, John Jay posted. <laughs> he got a color television. <laughs> I got FOMO now. <laughs> Finally this morning. So if you've eaten the chicken nuggets at different fast food establishments, you know that some of them are delicious. Others taste worse than the frozen ones that you can make at home. Although I will say the best chicken nuggets are those bare chicken nuggets. They are they're better than any fast food chicken nugget you will ever get. They're so good. But the people at Uproxx, they did this chicken nugget taste test. And they they tested the nuggets at every single fast food place. What do you think came in at number one? The best chicken nuggets at all the fast food places. Where were the best? Um, do they still, Wendy's, do the spicy thingies? They do. They Wendy's do the spicy nuggets, mm-hmm. and they actually came in at number two. Oh, they okay. were the, the second best chicken nugget. I'll go down some of the list before I get to number one. If anyone wants to take a guess, 702-364-9400. McDonald's Chicken McNuggets came in at number three, followed by the Shake Shack Chicken Bites, and number five, KFC popcorn nuggets. Some of the other nuggets on here um, include Popeye's chicken nuggets, Jack in the Box chicken nuggets, Wendy's chicken nuggets, the non-spicy ones, Burger King and Raleigh's chicken bites. But the number one chicken nugget of all the chicken nuggets was the Chick-fil-A nuggets. That came in number one. They uh, even have a commentary on each chicken nugget and gives you like the whole calorie countdown and uh, on all of them too so if you want to uh, check it out but as far as the um, the Chick-fil-A ones go they say that you get an A piece for 250 calories um, they say the chicken nugget is Chick-fil-A's best contribution to the fast food space um, and they're made from boneless chicken breast marinated marinated in pickle brine and seasoned with a mix of black pepper, salt, paprika, and a dash of chili powder. And we swear we taste lingering notes of sugar in there. Ew. Oh, no. That sounds really sugar? good. Yeah. A tiny, tiny bit of sugar in there? 
Everybody's like, uh, texting saying Chick-fil-A was number one for sure. It's like uh, the sugar and barbecue sauce. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds good. I like uh, if I have to get fast food nuggets, I, I actually like the old school chicken McNuggets. I, I'm classic. I'm fine, uh-huh. fine with those. I really do like them. But like I said, the bare chicken nuggets are the best. We've got the dirt coming up here in the seven o'clock hour. Billy Eilish is getting into the sneaker game and a streaker makes national news. Details coming up at 715. <laughs> Lil Nas X Montero on Mix 94.1. It is Mercedes in the morning, 657. A lot of you are driving to work this morning. Uh, maybe maybe that song you were just listening to was kind of like, oh, yeah, this is getting me going. This is There's just some songs that are better to drive through to than others. And I think that's a good driving song right there. That is a, it's a nice pace to it, a nice feel yeah. to it, kind of a little up-tempo. But there's, yeah, I don't know, I get a chill vibe from that song. There's It's funny because there's this ultimate driving playlist that was done in the UK. It's a UK survey. And they, they did a huge study about the most popular driving songs uh, that people listen to in the UK. And I've got their, their top 10. And I want to see what you think of their top 10, wh- where it would rank in your mind. So I'll start with number 10. We'll kind of climb up their rankings to see if the number 10, how far number 10 makes it up the list and see if you agree with the number one. And if you have a driving song, what's your driving song? What's the song that you love to drive to? 702-364-9400. Yeah, like I want to, I, I would rather hear you what you guys pick. I, I, the, I mean, I definitely want to know what's on this list, but I, I think it's more interesting to hear what other people drive to because then uh, that gives me ideas for playlists. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, oh, I never thought of that. So I'll make, I have like six driving playlists. So it depends on my vibes. I have like chill vibes. I have like fast vibes and, and stuff like that. But what is the best song in your opinion to drive to? 702-364-9400. And maybe, maybe you're along the side of this list. Maybe you are. I completely agree with some of these songs. This is the UK. So number 10, they have Journey. Okay, it's on everything, and it's a great song. Don't get me wrong, but it's like, okay, it's been overplayed. If I'm driving to California, I mean, Journey's going to pop in there, but not Don't Stop Believing. That's going to be the bottom of my journey list. Number nine. It's the final countdown. cool song great song from the 80s but as far as driving for me this is not gonna be on my list yeah again a lot of these are like very old school and and if you if you're if that's your playlist old school playlist that's great but maybe we don't all want to listen to the 80s rock jams when we're driving here is uh this is number eight okay we went 80s rock jams 2000 black eyed peas jams I'm so burned out from this song when it was on the radio. Every other song back right? in 2011, whenever it was. Yeah, I just, uh, these are so-so for me right now. 702-364-9400. Let's talk to Mike. Mike, do you have a good dry- driving song? Groove is in the Heart by D-Light. Oh, that is a good song. I like this one because of the high energy and because you don't hear it that often. It's not like an overplayed song. I love that one, Mike. Thank you for that. That's not on the list, is it? No, it's not. Again, remember this is UK, so put yourself driving on uh, you're on the right side of the car driving, so maybe that affects the way the songs they listen to. Number uh, seven is from Billy Joel.
I love Billy Joel. I, I've seen him in concert a couple times. But if this comes on, I'm driving. We're going on a long drive road trip. I think I might change the channel. You're you're not into it, huh? I mean, there's I think there's other great Billy Joel songs that would be good driving songs, but not this one for me. Well, isn't Olivia Rodrigo living, listening to it when she's driving? She is. <laughs> <laughs> Where does this song stand for you? Uh, yeah, same. I'm just not a huge like. I do like some '80s, but uh, uh, some of these I'm like, eh, not so much. Oh, I love the '80s so much. I have my own '80s station on the Odyssey app. Uh, but some of these songs are just for me. They're just not like like driving worthy. This is a good song. This one. Rock, this is the list for you. Yeah. Dear goodness gracious. Here's a little uh, this song, I, I the Tiger by Survivor. This opening here, the, the drum beats coming up here. Yeah. That's actually um, Stallone's was hitting a, um, a punching bag, and that's the rhythm of Stallone's punches to the punching bag. Oh, really? That's kind of cool. It's your survivor fun fact of the day. Yeah, right? Uh, also on the list. I would only say no because I saw Despicable Me with my kids 27 million times and I got really tired of it. That would that would be my only reason for no on this one. Let's uh let's go to some of your calls here. Let's talk to Eva. Eva, what is the perfect driving song in your opinion? It would be Days Go By by Dirty Vegas. Oh, yes. Now we're on the right track. See, I knew I could depend on you guys for better songs. <laughs> this, is, this is like, and this is late night. This is good. Do you like this one? Yeah, this is to me. This is like maybe uh, you're already out at a club, going to another club. We're driving home. Yeah. Uh, after a late night out. How about Bill? Bill wants to go back to the 80s. What's up, Bill? Oh, uh, Jukebox Hero by Foreigner. That's always a good road trip song. At least we have, now we have some energy. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the other ones weren't really. And Bill, a Foreigner is getting a mini residency at the Venetian next year. They just oh, announced fantastic. that yesterday. You got to go, yeah. Bill. Nice job. Oh. <laughs> well, we don't have tickets right now, yeah. but <laughs> I, I think Calm he sounded down, excited. Calm like, down. Oh, good. Um, we're getting some texts here. Fuel by Metallica. Uh, this one says Uptown Funk and 24 Carat Magic from Bruno Mars. Disturbia uh, by Rihanna. And then Getty says Baby Shark. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not that one. <laughs> Here's the top four according to the UK survey. Number four. I can see that popping on on a drive to California yeah, for me. Yeah, it's not bad. In my mind, I can see the person that's making this list. Uh, <laughs> it's not me. <laughs> this is a survey. 2,000 people in the UK. Number two, t- uh, top driving songs. I 
just got a text. You can tell you're annoyed by the classic rock stuff. <laughs> I'm not annoyed. I'm just like, oh, these are not my my selections. But hey, if it's a survey, a lot of people like them. But also UK, keep this in mind. Things are a little bit different over the pond. And then the number one driving song, according to a UK study. I see a little silhouette of a man. Yes, always. 100%. Queen always works for a driving song. Now I agree. I'm in. You agree the number one song. I agree. The other nine, they're out. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, maybe across the pond, maybe things are a little different there. But again all great songs don't get me wrong I, I think I'm just burnt on some of them maybe that's my personal issue oh my them. god that Black Eyed Peas song I got a feeling I got a yeah. feeling it's gotta go away <laughs> it never will it will always be around uh, coming up here in the dirt Billie Eilish is getting into the sneaker game and a streaker makes national news details coming up in just about 10 minutes Duncan Lawrence Arcade on Mix 94.1 Mercedes in the morning we never gossip or would we let's go Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. We got a new number one song in the country, and it's this one right here. Stay by the Kid Leroy and Justin Bieber. It rebounded from number six to number one on the Hot 100. Because last week, Drake had nine of the top ten songs in the charts. And this week, he only has three songs in the top ten. And by the way, one of them is the number two song in the country, Way Too Sexy. Oh, man, what a loser. Only three. I know. jeez. Ah, <laughs> now, the guys from Right Said Fred, by the way, this song right here. They are credited as writers on that Drake song, by the way. And they love the song. They say they have seen sales of this song increase because of Drake. And when they see Drake, they want to take him out to dinner to celebrate. Yeah, I mean, that song is iconic. I'm. It's cool that Drake brought it back, kind of, and got people back. You know, kids who didn't hear it the first time around, now they know it. Now, other big chart news. And, I, and, I, and you called this weeks ago. Walker Hayes' viral country hit, Fancy Like, it jumped from number 21 to number 5, and that's thanks to the remix featuring Kesha. If you haven't heard it, here's a taste. Is this the Kesha one? No, oh, we need the Kesha one. I think this is the right one. This is non-Kesha. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date I like the Kesha one, too. I like them both, actually, but the Kesha one, she she kind of adds something to it, and she's, she's on TikTok with Walker Hayes doing the dance, the TikTok dance to this song. It's really cute. So, yeah, you, you even said it. Are we playing again on Mix 94.1? Well, we played the Kesha one Friday, right? That's what I picked for my Oh Wow Wheel song. Um, I don't know if our boss has added it yet. We've talked about it a lot of radio stations across the country have that are not country stations and I told I told him like a month ago to add it and I, I don't think he ever listened to me I don't know <laughs> Billie Eilish is collaborating with Nike on two new pairs of Jordans she revealed the new sneakers on her Instagram on Monday was this big news in your house I know you guys like Billie Eilish and Nike well there was um there was rumors about this a couple months ago there were a couple photos of them that leaked so mm. we knew it was happening but yesterday was like the official announce and so yeah everybody knew it was coming but um, I, I guess I don't know. My daughter was not impressed with them. I like them. I think they look cool. But she was like, they should have put. She should have put out a thirteen instead of the one she put out. And I was like, I I think they're cool. I like them. Am I saying all this stuff right here? The Eilish Air Jordan collab is a lime green Air Jordan One KO that has her signature logo on the tongue of the shoe. And there's also the Jordan Fifteens that they say that those are Eilish's favorite that will come in a tan shade. Both pairs are one hundred percent vegan with over twenty percent. 
recycled material. Yeah, they're uh, the 15s. I, I'm not a huge fan of the 15s, but she loves those. Like she's she's always wearing those ones. So it's just hard to keep track of all of them. Sometimes it's a lot of shoes. I always know the ones when I see the ones. Uh, I know. I know sometimes I'm like, oh, what are those? The 11s? Okay, those are 11s. Phil Collins and Genesis. They began their farewell tour this week in Birmingham. This was the band's first live performance since 2007. Phil Collins is 70, by the way. Would this upset you? Many fans were upset that Phil Collins did the entire show while sitting in a chair. The guy's getting old. Give him a break. We should be lucky that he's out here anyway. Also, the uh, group's guitarist, Mike Rutherford, opted to play while perched on a stool at some point. Or the points throughout the show, he was sitting on a stool. I was looking at pictures. Here's the thing that I, it's like an office chair. It's so funny. It's like he, it's like the concert's about to start. He's like, you know what, guys? I, I gotta sit down. I don't got a chair, and it's like an office chair with wheels on it. Because I look back when like um, Axl Rose broke his leg or something, and didn't Dave Grohl break his leg or something? And they had like a big throne they were sitting on. Singing. Yeah, well, Dave Grohl borrowed that from it's Axl. It was the same one. Yeah. Phil Collins. It's legit. It's it's an office chair. You know that old office chair that's like in your garage. That's the one he has out on stage. So you can kind of wheel around. Hey guys, let's do another video. They should have borrowed the axle chair. Poor guy. They just oh, what chair? Who? Someone go grab a chair for <laughs> Phil. Okay, how's this one? Oh, you know, uh, Michelle goes to her office and she's like, "Who stole my chair?" <laughs> oh, Phil. Oh. Well, Phil's got it on tour. Okay. In an interview, Phil was asked, "How has he been preparing for months of upcoming three-hour shows?" His response. I didn't do anything at all. <laughs> I'm just showing up. I'm here, guys. <laughs> Be happy I'm alive, okay? Give me a break. <laughs> the Today Show was interrupted by a streaker who ran by outside the studio. Here's the audio when the streaker ran by the Today Show. Oh, there's a there naked winner. Yeah. Well, I just had something brand new from Hoda Kotb. There he goes. A new podcast. Where, Hoda's Hoda's Where are your clothes? Get what are you oh doing? What are you doing? It's happening. Oh, my gosh. Hoda. Al, come on. Get back in studio. <laughs> what are you doing? Brokers running around. <laughs> we have, this is really cool, tickets for you to go see Dua Lipa. That show is in March of 2022. We got your tickets coming up next hour. Uh, one hour from right now when you win heads up. Tickets to Dua Lipa. It's 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. It's 730. So I have uh, I, I have a problem here. I don't. I don't know what to do. I don't want to mess up a friendship and I'm only talking about this now because I know for a fact the person is not listening right now but I a friend of mine owes me some money and she's not paying me back and I don't know if I should say something or if I should just like not even worry about it because it's it's a it's not a lot of money it's not a lot I'll be honest it's like it's like 40 bucks so I mean, that's kind of a lot to me, but at the same time, it's like, is a friendship worth $40? And I think the friendship is worth it. So backtracking a little bit, um, I, I was selling some stuff and she bought it. And so I delivered it to her home and I'm like, here you go. And she's like, I don't have cash on me. I'll catch you later. And I was like, okay, cool. That's cool. Yeah. No worries. Catch me later. Catch me later. Well, it's been like five or six months and she has not caught me like later and again like do i need the money to survive no is it worth the issue or do you think i should say something because my husband even made a comment last night like and he said did she ever pay you for that thing and i was like no 
And he's like, why don't you say anything? And I'm like, cause I don't want her to get mad at me. And he's like, why should she be mad at you for her owing you money? And I'm like, I know, but I just feel weird. Have you seen her in the clothes yet? Clothes? You said he dropped off some clothes to her? No, I said I dropped off an item to her. Oh, I, I just remember you. I just assumed it was clothes. I remember you cleaned out your closets. Uh, oh a no, it was ago. something else. Okay, it was something got else. It. Um, so it was, yeah, it was, a, it was an item, and so um, I've seen her since. I've not seen her with said item. I've seen her since, but I, uh, I she's never mentioned the money again ever. Like, hey, what's going on? Hey, how you doing? Blah blah blah. And it's just really kind of like. I think I think she's not going to pay me back. And I don't think I should say anything. But my husband is like, you should say something because maybe she just forgot. Give her the benefit of the doubt. But then is that awkward? Like, hey, where, where's the money that you owe me? You're playing you know collection I mean? agency, yeah. Yeah. Like, would you say something? And have you ever been in a situation where you've loaned someone money and then you asked for it back and then you feel like the bad guy? Because I, I do feel like I'm the bad guy by asking for it back. I, I just feel like I should just eh, chalk it up to a loss and that's that. But what do you guys think? And when did, when did loaning money go wrong for, or not loaning money, but when did someone owing you money go bad? 702-364-9400. I think Corey's about to say something along the lines where my mind is thinking, how, how, how close do you know this? To, it, it's, it's so subjective. To, it's, it, I think every situation is different. So, but I'm thinking if, if a buddy of mine was buying something for me, I dropped it off. He didn't pay me back. Is this a buddy that I'm seeing again out and about? Are we at some point going out for drinks? Are we at some point going to dinner together, doing something where we're paying for stuff? And then I might bring it up like, oh, dude, you never paid me for that, that thing I sold you. Uh, lunch on you, dude. I would kind of like work it in that way. As a, like a joke? Yeah, almost. Like, yeah. But if I know I'm going to see him again, I know I know he's good for the money. Um, I, I know I would get it back some way, somehow. Next time we're out to lunch or something comes up, I'm like, wait, dude, you never paid me for that thing. <laughs> You're buying the beers. I somehow work it in that way. Corey, good morning. What do you think? Good morning, gang. Welcome to Mercedes. Justice or jerk or justify? Yes. <laughs> do you think I should say well, something? What I would do, I would take her out to lunch, and then when the bill comes, hey, you got this, right? You stole me that 40. I'll take care of the tip. Oh, that's, yeah, that's similar to JC's idea. I, well, here's the thing. I don't really like going out to lunch, <laughs> but that's a, that's a good idea. Um, we're getting a bunch of texts here. Hey, real now. quick, Corey, is it today your birthday? Do you got a birthday coming up, buddy? Tomorrow's my birthday. I will be calling in and requesting some Tupac. Oh, you got it. You know we'll play it for Love you, Corey. It. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, buddy. Mercedes has 40 bucks for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, as soon as I get paid back, I'll get you 40 bucks. <laughs> this uh, text says, next time when it's her birthday, buy, buy your birthday card and write something nice. And also write for your birthday, don't pay me the, that $40. <laughs> I actually kind of like that. That's that's good. Rhonda has some sound advice. Hey, Rhonda, what do you think? I think that you absolutely should ask her for the money back. I think that you're not a doorstep and that you, um, if she's your friend, that she should pay the money back. I think it's okay to ask for the money back. I would most definitely because yeah. it's going to keep you from um, having a better relationship with her or from her being able to, I think it's a trust thing. I would. I, I do back. see it being a, more of a trust thing because again, it's not losing a friendship is not worth $40 to me. It really isn't it, in my mind. I'd rather just assume like, Hey, I gave her the item. 
instead. Because I'm thinking that too, if whatever the said item is, let's say your friend's at your house and you have this item and you're going to do, I don't know, get rid of it, give it to Goodwill or something. And your friend's like, oh, that's really cool. I, I, the, the way I know you, I, it seemed like you'd say, oh, you like that? You can have it. Go ahead. But the thing was, is she was like, oh, that's really cool. Can I buy that from you? And I was like, sure. I want to know what the product is. Can you say what the product is? No, because then it'll give it away. Yeah, and I just, again, I don't want to ruin the friendship by (laughs) it. But that's why I made sure. I'm like, okay, definitely not listening right now. But, and and I was like, sure. She's like, I'll give you 40 bucks for it. I'm like, done. Let's do it. And so I, I hand delivered. To yes, her money. home. You're to right. her home. Your time. And and then I'm like, she's like, I right, go. I don't have any money. I I I'll catch you next time. I'm like, okay. I'm like, hmm. Venmo. Yeah, that uh, that's what my husband said. He's like, like she doesn't have PayPal or Venmo or Cash App or something. I'm like, yeah. But in my mind, I've just I just gave it to her. It was just something I wanted to give her. I don't know. People are everyone's telling me I need to say something and that I'm being a doormat. Um, ask about the item, see if she remembers. If you didn't need the money when she said she didn't have the cash, then you still don't need the money now. Just my humble opinion from Terry. What yeah, you- you're right. I I know. I should. I, you know what? I think I'm just gonna drop it. I'm just. I'm not gonna say anything. I don't think so. You're better than that. Yeah, it's not worth it. But it would have been funny if she's like, I don't, I don't have any cash. I'm like, well, you don't have an item. You take the item. Oh, okay. Well, then I'll bring it back when you do. Let me know. Doesn't Thank work you. that way at Target. Bye-bye. You go to pay at Target. I- I'm sorry. I don't got any cash. I'll get you. I'll-, I'll catch you later. Okay, cool. We'll, we'll catch you later. Come oh, on back. Oh, gosh. I, could- I would love if Target did that. <laughs> hey, I don't have any money right now, but I'm just going to go ahead and take it. I'll come back and pay you later. Okay. Bye-bye. The catch you later policy at Target. Catch you later. And that's the phrase, too. I'll catch you later. <laughs> Next hour, don't forget, there's tickets to Dua Lipa. What a show it's going to be. We got them. There's tickets for you at 825. And up next is the hot three. So what do you have for us? We're going to talk about the cities with the rudest drivers. What city in our state has them? We'll talk about that. Also, what millionaires are worried about when it comes to their children? And what are the strangest things that Americans collect? We're going to talk about all that coming up next in the hot three. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. And the Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. So a nationwide study has looked into which cities have the rudest drivers based on the ratio of drivers with certain rude violations on their record, like failure to yield, passing where prohibited, tailgating, street racing, hit and run. Basically inconsiderate drivers who endanger the lives of others. And out of the 869 cities they looked at, two cities in California ranked number one and number two. Rancho Cordova and Citrus Heights, which are only a few miles apart from each other in the Sacramento area. On the flip side, two cities with the most polite drivers are both in Kentucky, Somerset and Corbin, which are both in the south central part of the state. They also found the rudest city in each state. And Nevada, you know, we're, we're pretty big state. Lots of open space to drive and to mm-hmm. roam. But if you had to guess, the rudest city in the state as far as driving goes, what would you say? I don't think Caliente is a city, so I'm going to go with... Las Vegas. It's not. It, and I believe Caliente is considered like a city town. They looked at all those, but it's not either. It's Sparks. Sparks. Driver cited for rude behavior in Sparks. 
0.57 per 1,000, which means they are 27% ruder than the state average here in Nevada. Why is it? People get angry when they get there? Why, why Sparks are rude? Where is Sparks exactly? I'm looking it up. Um, is that in the northern part? Sparks, Nevada. Uh, Washoe County. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's up by Reno. Right next to Reno. Never been. Only Reno once. Beautiful city. Beautiful city. Heading to Tahoe there. Um, but Sparks never been. Maybe you don't want to rent a car when you go to Sparks. Just be, don't say we didn't warn you on that one. Is it one of those towns where you're kind of just driving, just desert, 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 then you get to the town? Because that was my thought of Caliente. You're driving, you know, nothing, 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 nothing. All of a sudden you're in a town. You're like, ah, I got to slow down. What's going on here? That was my thought of Caliente. And then you blink and then you're out of the town. Like, where'd, yes. the, where'd that town go? <laughs> where'd it go? Uh, also this morning, Americans have a lot on their plate right now. There's the pandemic, natural disaster. Disasters everywhere, education, jobs, all that. It's been rough. But there's one issue that is getting overlooked, and that is rich kids' inheritances. I know, guys. We've got to look at this. In a new survey, 67% of millionaires say they are worried about leaving too much money to their kids. They don't want them blowing the money and having the size and profile of the estate negatively affect them. Rich people say they also don't want to make their kids lazy and they think that there could be better uses for that money like charities. Still, one third of millionaires plan to leave at least half of their assets to an heir, while two thirds say they plan on leaving at least part of their estate to charity. And check out this stat. The wealthiest 1% of Americans receive inheritance uh, Inheritances worth an average of seven hundred and nineteen hundred thousand dollars, while the bottom fifty get an average of nine thousand seven hundred dollars. There's some social media influencers, uh, life coaches that have been are very successful. They have a lot of money, and uh, they always say that they're not leaving my kids a dime, taking it with me. I'm giving them the tools to earn money on their own, but they're not getting any of this. Kids must be like, man, come on, Dad. I I saw an article. It was a it was like a few months back, but it they were interviewed. They did a, kind of a survey like this with a, you know very wealthy people. They were looking at some of the richest people, and they said, "What is your biggest concern when it comes to your children growing up?" And they said it would it was them having a sense of entitlement because they come from a rich family. So the people that are really rich, they say that's what they worry about more than anything. It's just that their kids are going to think that they can run the world because they have all this money and they don't have to work for anything. They just get whatever they want. Yeah, it's going to be tough if you're in that situation to try to raise your child. If you're I mean, if you're I mean, you got millions of dollars, raise your child in, in, with uh, humble upbringings because you've got so much money. The kids just kind of maybe used to that lavish lifestyle that you're living and they're benefiting from it. And then when they get out in the real world on their own, it's kind of a wake up call. Like, oh, I got to get a job and make money and do this on my own. Yeah, that would be they're not call. used to working for anything. Yeah. They just have it all given to them. So I don't know. Not something my kids will have to worry about. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, finally, this morning, some people collect classic things like stamps, coins, comic books, music. But if you've watched those TV shows about hoarding and storage units, you know, people have some strange obsessions. A new survey found 10 of the strangest things that people collect. I'm not, I won't go through all 10 of these, but is, is there anyone listening that collects something kind of weird that you've never heard anyone else collected these items? I'll start at number five, gargoyles, <laughs> which I actually could see that being a collectible thing. They're kind of cool. Put them around the house, yeah. outside the house and stuff. Or maybe like mini gargoyles, something like that. Number four <laughs> was dust. Now, I don't know if it, if people meant this metaphorically, literally, or 
inadvertently, but dust collectors? You, is, is that what they mean? Yeah. Do you travel somewhere and you, so there's a dusty bookshelf and you gather that dust in a little baggie, bring it home with you, mark it? This is dust from Sparks, Nevada. Or like, do you know what a dust collector is, right? No, I'm thinking like astrophysically dust. No, a dust collector is like little trinkets and stuff that just collect dust all over your house. Like they're oh. they're, they're dust collectors. They're, that's what we call them, at least. Oh, I'm thinking I mean, they're actually. I'm, maybe, I'm, maybe people don't use that term. I thought I. I've did. never heard of it. it. Makes sense. I'm thinking they're actually going somewhere. Like, oh, no, this is dust no. from Sparks, Nevada. This is dust from Italy. Like we had, I had all these little angel figurines I used to collect, and they, they I called them my dust collectors because they just sat there makes sense. and they just collected dust. So I don't know if that's what they meant by that. But um, number three on the the oddest things that people collect were portraits of Wolverine. I'm guessing the X-Men Wolverine or actual Wolverines or the Michigan Wolverine. I don't know. Picture, pictures of Wolverine. Number two, uh, raccoons and, peg- and penguin statues. The oddest things that people collect. And the number one thing, the strangest thing that uh, Americans collect, banana plants. Uh, I, I mean, I think any plant is amazing in general, but a banana plant, that's, that would be kind of cool, I, I think. Are we talking about the, like, actual banana, like, plants that that provide bananas to us? Or are we talking about those those plants that look like kind of like a bird of paradise? Are they one and the same thing? I don't know. And then what's, you walk into a house and it's one of them kind of cool. If you got, like, 50 of them, is that a little overload? If they're collecting them, obviously they have more than one. And they're supposed know. to put lots of greenery in your house. It's good for it's good for your breathing. It's good for your feng shui. I don't know. Some of the other things on here included uh, living dead dolls, carnivorous plants, and swords of any kind. Swords. I, I remember we had a neighbor who had two swords right above their fireplace. I get so scared when I went in there. I'm like, what if I make them mad and they just pull one of those down? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I got a buddy who's got two swords in his garage. He just got like swords. Like, okay, you ever use them? No, they're throwing them all just kind of hanging. Hey, it is Tuesday. So coming up here at 815, we got Try It Tuesday. Another food item, but I'm excited to do this one today. This is a, a preview item. It's technically, it's not out until tomorrow, but we're getting a sneak peek of it and we'll tell you if this is something that is worth your money is something you should go and try yourself or is it one of those things that we tried for you and we were just kind of indifferent on it we'll, we'll be honest and we're going to try that coming up right around 8 15 this morning Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It is 8 o'clock Tuesday morning. Oh, my gosh, JC, you're so lucky. I realized this after the fact, Mercedes, and if I knew it was happening while um, I was there, I probably would have done something differently. Uh, You ever realize you're interacting with a celebrity after the fact? Because I found out this past Friday night that two Fridays ago, I, I was literally sitting elbow to elbow with Alec Martinez from our Vegas Golden Knights at the sushi place that I go to every Friday night. And I had no idea it was him. And it was his girlfriend. He had, he had a female companion there with him. I don't know if it's his wife or, or girlfriend. But there was, it, was, um, it was my wife, Laura, me. And then at the bar, it was his girlfriend, his date, and then Alec Martinez. And I had no idea it was him. And I just found out this past Friday. Because you go back two weeks ago when this went down, I was there. And um, we were very friendly with the manager there. His name is Alan. And we're, we're chit-chatting. And his phone starts to ring. He's oh, excuse me. He pulls his phone out. And he holds it up. He says, hey, look, wasn't he on your show this week? And it was Zach Whitecloud. It was the same week that Whitecloud was on our show. I'm like, yeah, he called the show earlier this week. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. And he steps away to take a call from, from Whitecloud. A lot of the Vegas Golden Knights go to this place for sushi. And he steps away for, for five minutes or so, and we're continuing conversation with the bartender. And he comes back, and uh, he's like, sorry, that, sorry about that. I had to set up a reservation. 
And so I'm kind of thinking in my back of my mind that Zach Whitecloud is going to be coming in for dinner. So I'm like, I was kind of on alert looking for him. And it wasn't until this past Friday I made a comment to the manager. I'm like, hey, did Whitecloud ever come in last week? And he goes, no. He was calling to make a reservation for Martinez. And he's like, I sat Martinez right next to you guys. You didn't realize it? I'm like, no. I had no idea. I was sitting next to him for like an hour and a half at dinner. Oh, man. You could have had a, become best friends with him. You guys could have hung out. You guys could have, you could have like been besties. That would have been awesome. Well, I know you're on a quest to get him on the show. And so uh, I don't know if I ever become besties with him sitting next to him at dinner. But it's just one of those things where I had no idea. I was, I, I literally, I remember at one point I got up to, to use the bathroom and my chair like bumped his date's chair. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. So that's okay. I just, zero clue. Zero clue. That's uh, that's pretty funny. Have you ever interacted with a celebrity, but you didn't know they were a celebrity? You just you didn't find out until after the fact. 702-364-9400. That's, uh, that's super cool. I, hopefully, you know, you see him again, and, and maybe this time you strike up a conversation. We're trying to get him to call the show. He did that video for you. We haven't heard anything, though, yet. Crickets. I mean, I don't know that anyone has really pursued anything. I haven't. Steph, have you pursued anything on that end? I followed up, but um, no response. No yet. response. Yeah. Yes. I'm. I'm just kind of like <laughs> giving up on that one. I don't think that one's going to happen. But it's okay because hockey is coming back, and I'm just happy to see them on TV. You know, and I can live vicariously through you and all the celebrities that you run into. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Oh, you know, it's cool. Uh, you ever had one of the situations where you don't realize you're interacting with a celebrity till after the fact? No, I. I know. I know. And I either do one of two things. I either completely fangirl and like go up to them and say something or I shut down completely. I there's no in between with me. I just I'm like I do not want to go near them. Keep me far away. I'm too nervous. I don't I I never have been in that situation where I like had a conversation with someone and then all of a sudden I'm like, "Oh, wait, who is that?" Oh, I always know. And if I don't know, my husband knows. He is great with with names and faces and will literally be somewhere and he's like, "Oh, there's the there's the guitarist for this band. I'm like, how do you even know uh-huh. that? Like, who, what's it, what's their name? And he's like, oh, that's so and so. Like, uh, we were we were at Life Is Beautiful not this year, but the, two years ago, 2019, and we're just standing in this area, and I was with my daughter, and she's like, oh, that's so and so, and I'm like, who's that? She's like, they're a YouTuber, and then all of a sudden, all these people realized it. It was a YouTuber I'd never heard of before, um, and I was like, see, I just I don't know anybody. <laughs> but if, but if they're a celebrity, I do know I do one of two things: nothing or go crazy. <laughs> There's no like middle ground. No, uh, this check says my husband was at the urinal with Kobe Bryant during an AAU basketball tournament in Las Vegas. That's from T. Wow, that would be really cool. But what do you do? You say anything or do you just? Uh keep quiet yeah I, I think I would I'd probably recognize Colby if I went to a bathroom and he, and he was there you know uh, it, it's an odd situation because you're, you're going to the bathroom next to a celebrity like, do, you, do you wait till they're done and they wash their hands or you start fangirling, fangirling when you're next to the person this uh, this text says yes I used to work at a denim store called 7 for All Mankind and the dad from that 70s show came in I had no idea who he was and all of the other employees were pressuring me to take him as a customer and I didn't understand why it was only after I had been telling him that the jeans were too tight around his crotch <laughs> that I realized who he was. Oops. You know, maybe that's why. They were too nervous. And then this one says, my husband did shots with Coolio at a bar here in Las Vegas and didn't know it was him until he sent me a photo. And I was like, oh, my God, that's Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's great. That's awesome stories. It's Try It Tuesday. It's a food one, and we're doing it coming up here in just about 10 minutes. 
Back at number one, the Kid Leroy, Justin Bieber. The song is Stay. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. And we are live on Facebook, streaming if you want to join us there, Mercedes in the morning. This is Try It Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we try something new, whether it is a trend, uh, maybe it is a drink, maybe it's a product. Or maybe it's a food. And we've got food today. Actually, this food has not been released yet. It's due to to start being released tomorrow. And it's from our friends at Carl's Jr. I'm very excited about this. So starting tomorrow, they're introducing their new Honey Hot. This is their Honey Hot sauce that's made with sweet honey seasoned with hot chili peppers. I love spicy. And there's a couple of ways that you can get it. They're going to have some new items and we got our hands on items early. There's the hot honey hand breaded chicken and waffle sandwich. There's the hot honey hand breaded chicken sandwich. And then the hot honey hand breaded chicken biscuit. We have all of those with us today. Um, we were each going to individually try one, but then we are all like, well, we want to try all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Steph caught, uh, cut things up. Um, and then this, this hot honey sauce, they say, is for dipping sauce for your hand-breaded chicken tenders, if you're so inclined. Oh, so dipping sauce is only for one of them? It, it's for the chicken tenders, which we don't have. Okay, but- got it. I'm going to dip my sandwich in it Heck if, yeah. if I like it, you know. So we've got three that we're going to try today. Um, Carl's Jr., they're going to they're they're coming out with these tomorrow. So if you like the heat, you may want to check these out. All right. Which which one should we start with first, guys? Steph, your call. I like that. Do you guys see your chicken sandwich, the regular one? Does it have bacon in it as yes. well? Oh, yeah. There's bacon. Mm, there's maybe we cheese. Let's try the this one? one with bacon. Is there is the sauce on this one? It looks like the sauce is already included on this one, but why not put extra? I'm going to dip? dip a little bit in right. there and see. Okay, this is the hot honey hand-breaded chicken sandwich. Chicken sandwiches have been big lately. Who's going? Oh, JC's going first. <laughs> good oh my god so good incredible okay steph go ahead okay. and mm. steph did you put sauce on yours jc i did yeah. it's so good oh my god the crunch of the bacon and the chicken excuse me my mouth is full but it's so good. oh my gosh i love that sauce oh my goodness what's that sauce commercial that airs all the time who put those sauce Within we, got sauce. Sauce. we got the sauce. We got the sauce. It's a commercial. Oh, this, oh, this sauce is good. The sandwich is good. This sauce is so good. Oh my gosh, the sweet honey seasoned with hot chili peppers, the hot honey sauce. It's spicy, but the honey ting- tames it a little bit, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Hey, Carl's Jr., can you just buy the sauce and bring it home and dip other stuff in it? Because that sauce, I feel the, the warmth. That's a great sauce. Wow. It's a comforting feeling with that sauce. All right. Let's move on to the waffle, the hot honey chicken and waffle sandwich. Is this the one that has looks like the extra kind of breading on it? This is the one that looks like the waffle on top. The little ridges is a waffle. It, it's The chicken overbears the waffle, if you can. Is this it? No. Look at me. That's it? Okay. It's a waffle. Oh, my gosh. Okay, if we're comparing the two, I like the chicken sandwich better, but I do like 
that I just am not a fan of waffles, chicken and waffles. I don't know why the two people love them, but I don't know why. I just don't prefer them together. What do you guys think? I do like the waffles, but you're right, Mercedes. I, I mean, I am a waffle person, but I would go more for this, the regular breaded sandwich only because this I'm not a breakfast person. Yes. It reminds me of breakfast food. If you're a breakfast per- person, the waffle and chicken is good. The waffle is really good. You can taste like the maple syrup or the cinnamon yeah. or whatever in there. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> you like that oh, one? I'm two for two. I, well, I, I mean, I like it too. I'm just picking one. If you had to pick one, which one would you go with? <sighs> yeah, I do taste the um, the maple syrup on that one. So I think if I, and I'm down, I'm down for chicken waffles. I love breakfast. So if I think if I want, if I'm in a breakfasty mood, I would go with that one. I'm kind of in a lunch mood right now. So I'm going to stick with the first sandwich, but both oh. so good. Okay. Last one. We're we're doing Try It Tuesday. Carl's Jr. Tomorrow, they're introducing their new items, their hot honey items. They're, this hot honey sauce is made with sweet honey seasoned with hot chili peppers. The sauce is unbelievable. It is so good. The last item we have is, this is the hot honey hand-breaded chicken biscuit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So again, kind of kind of breakfasty, I guess, with the biscuit. Yeah, but I'm I'm dipping again because this sauce is insane. Everyone want to try the biscuit? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I like it. A little bit drier, just because it's a biscuit, but good. I actually like that better than the waffle one. Wait, I did the biscuit thinking it was a breakfast one. This is the biscuit one, right? The biscuit on top. Mm-hmm. So the, I'm tasting the honey, and I'm tasting the honey in this one. You are? Is there honey? Uh, maybe it's the sauce. No, wait. So the other one has one. Does one of them have honey in it? I think the waffle one has maple syrup. Got it. Okay, all I, three home did runs. Did you mix them? Mix them up? Yeah, I thought this was the breakfast one, but that's the one. What's this one? That's a biscuit. That's the biscuit. This was number two or three. That was three. You told me this was two, Steph. I'm sorry. I thought it was the waffle one. But I still tasted like maple syrup on this one. What was I tasting in that one then? I don't know. Maybe uh, the sauce. Maybe I guess. they have the honey sauce. The I guess. sauce. Yeah, that huh. that is ah. actually insanely good. Um, okay, so rank them. Rank them. Your items from the new Carl's Jr. Uh, honey hot sauce line. What do you think, Steph? I'll go with the chicken sandwich first. The regular breading. That's number one for me. Number two, I'll go with the waffles. I do like the little bit more of the moisture in the breading. And then number three is a biscuit. Still good, just a little bit on the drier side. Okay, JC, rank them. Um, I, I forget the names of which is which, but I go three, one, two. How we tasted them. Okay, so that would be biscuit, uh, sandwich, w- uh, waffle sandwich. Okay, I go one, three, two. I think the chicken sandwich was insanely good. This gives every chicken sandwich that has been out in the last two years a run for its money. Like, this is amazing. It's got bacon on it. It's got that sauce. It is, it's got some cheese on it. It's delicious. Then I go with the uh, the biscuit. I like the biscuit. I like the biscuit was fluffy. It was flaky. And then um, I still like the chicken and waffle, but I just, uh, uh, if I had to rank them, that's the order I would put them in. I just want to get the sauce for so many other things. The sauce is amazing. I, I, I love the hotness and the spicy level of the sauce. And I'm, I'm new to liking spicy foods. I just started to develop a taste for spicy foods for the past six months. And I'm a big fan of it. It's, it's, it's smooth. I like it. Do we have extra sauce? Did they bring extra sauce? They stuff? have a lot of sauce. Oh, really? my gosh. Yes. We're taking it home. Yes. That sauce is so... Yeah, I could see because they also have that... For a dipping sauce for their chicken tenders, mm-hmm. um, I could totally see myself ordering that. That would be like 
That was so good. So th- thumbs up all the way around the new Carl's Jr. Honey hot sauce, hot honey hand-breaded chicken sandwich, hot honey chicken and waffle sandwich, and hot honey hand-breaded chicken biscuit. Good Ooh, stuff. And it's out bread. tomorrow. It's out tomorrow. I'm noticing all the breads are hand-breaded. That's very cool. Very yummy. It is delicious. That's mm. good stuff. I'm I'm a fan. I, I'm going to finish that chicken sandwich. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so good. Delicious stuff. Uh, Carl's Jr., thank you so much for letting us get a, a preview of your new sandwiches. And right now, it is time to win. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. You're Caller 20. You get to play Heads Up, which is awesome, but you're also playing for a really cool prize. Yeah, we have your tickets to see Dua Lipa. She's going to be at the T-Mobile Arena on March 25th, the Future Nostalgia Tour. And we've got your tickets right now. All you have to do is be caller 20 at 702-364-9400. We're, we're going to let you pick your category. You get to pick your partner. But if you get 6 and 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. Maroon 5, they'll be at the Chelsea at the Cosmopolitan on December 30th, and they'll also be there New Year's Eve, Friday, December 31st. If you want to go, those tickets go on sale this Friday morning at 10 a.m. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hey, Cherry, your caller 20. You ready to play Heads Up? Yes, I am. Right on. Okay, well, let's pick a category then. Let's go. Do you want to go with Excuse the Mess? Time is ticking. I am a fungi, or honey, you're so sweet. Honey, you're so sweet. Okay, September is National Honey Month, and these are all foods you would eat with honey. Who do you want to pick as your partner? Mercedes, please. Okay. All right, here we go, Cherry. You got 60 seconds on the clock. Get six correct. And you're going to see Dua Lipa. Ladies, you start now. Oh, we just had a chicken sandwich on one of these. They're um, they're fluffy. They're, um, they're it's like a... Waffle? Uh, with, with gravy, you have them. This... this uh, biscuit? Yes. This is what you would drink, not coffee, but you put a bag in the hot water and you make... Mm-hmm. Yes. This is um, a buffalo. You There's flats and there's... Buffalo wings? Yes. There is... Um, okay, so if you have like apples, oranges, bananas, they're all different kinds of what? Fruit. Yes. This is a pink fish uh, that you eat with... Salmon? Yes. This is... Um, uh, they come in the bar form, or you could just eat it by the handful. Um, it's like a... If you're going to go hiking, you might have some of this in your bag to give you some bar? energy. Um, no, let's pass on that. Um, if you put, you put this on toast to, to keep it moist, it's... Um, 10 seconds. Butter. Yes! Yeah! <laughs> It's a BTS song. Yes, you got it, Cherry. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Dua Lipa. So <laughs> what a prize you just got. Tickets to go see Dua Lipa T-Mobile Arena. It's happening March 25th, 2022. Thank you. And we actually have these Dua Lipa tickets all week long. We'll have them for you again tomorrow morning at 825. And then next hour, 940, we have your tickets to go see Alanis Morissette at T-Mobile Arena. She'll be there in less than two weeks, October 2nd. It's Mix 94.1. Mix 94.1, it is Mercedes in the morning. That was Olivia Rodrigo, and Olivia Rodrigo has been, well, she was just in town over the weekend performing, but she has uh, also been part of our next feature. It is time now for Medieval Mania. Uh Uh-oh. Do you remember when we played 
good for you in medieval form. I think it's one I actually got right. <laughs> if you don't know what medieval mania is, this is where we take popular songs and we give them a medieval twist. This was all because of Bridgerton. Remember when you would hear songs that you're like, how do I know this song? Why? Wait, it's like being played by a string quartet. How, do, how is this happening? It's because they were taking these popular songs and playing them in this kind of bard sound. It's like, it's, it's really cool. So... We've got some new songs for you to try to guess. Um, if you can guess them, give us a call, 702-364-900. Sometimes it's it's a lot easier than it sounds. Sometimes you hear the song, you know the tune, but you just can't place the song. You were mentioning uh, the Olivia Rodrigo. Here was that one. Good for you. It takes a while sometimes to let them, like sink in so are you ready to to try your hand at medieval mania again? yes but listen I, I i can't do this alone so i need please you, you're by your radio right now you got your phone call 702-364-9400 listening on the odyssey app I, I need lifelines i need a lot of them 702-364-9400 okay let's uh I, you know what i think this is an easy one i, I want to start off on a positive note so let's uh let's try number one and see how you do from there okay yep here we go medieval mania song number one getting some texts we're getting some calls at 702-364-9400 i will tell you this the text line guessed it like that did they really they're going crazy they know exactly what it is let's talk to miranda miranda do you know what that song was it was bad romance bad romance lady gaga Yep. Ah. Yes, it was. Wow. You got quite the ear, my That's friend. That's great, Miranda. You guys are good. And, and everyone on the text line had that one, too. Miranda, thank you so much. We may need your help here coming up. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with a newer song now, okay? We're going with old to new. Maybe, okay. Maybe a newer song will kind of get you going, okay? This does get your brain going because I, I, I sense it. I'm like, I feel something <laughs> there. Just That's all I had on it, though. Okay. Here we go. This is for Medieval Mania song number two. Call in 702-364-9400. You don't have it? Let's get Julia on. Julia, what's the song? Hi. It is Little Nas X, Industry Baby, I think. Let's see. Is it that? Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Little Nas X, Jack Carlo, 
industry, baby. Okay, the listeners are two and oh. You Jesse, are dialed in, Julia. You are zero and two. Julia, but- this would I would have been here for you to play this song ten times over, and I wouldn't have gotten this one. Great job, Thanks, Julia, Julia. On that. Okay, we gotta figure out why. Wait, wait. wait. You're having a hard time with this. I'm, I think number three is going to be it. This is okay. it. You're going to get number three. I am 100% confident you're going to get number three. Okay, here we go. I hear you screaming the song title at the radio right now. I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm not picking up on it. I know some people probably have this one, too. Come on, come on. Is it a current one? In the last five years. Here comes the chorus. Here comes the chorus. Okay. Help him out. What is this song? Taylor Swift, Bad Blood. Judges? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners are three and oh. You guys crush it. Man. The best lifelines ever. You guys are so good. I, I don't consider them lifelines. I consider them against you. <laughs> oh, they're going to win. They're going to win. You guys are going to win hands down. I, I can see you my friends helping me out, but if we're going to get against each other, you guys are going to win. There's no question asking oh, that one. Oh, my gosh. I got to find one you can get. I just, I, my brain isn't just, it doesn't register on these things. Okay. It just doesn't. Okay. Okay. This is going to be it. This is it. Number eight. Number okay. eight. Are oh, you going down We're bottom? We're going all the all way right. to the end here. Number eight. This is Medieval Mania. And JC, you're going to get one right. You're going to get it right. California. California, California, love, love and love, California, yes! love, yeah, okay. <laughs> wow, there's I the one. I knew get one, three to one. You just got to go deeper in the library for me, that's all. JC's a closet hip-hop fan that we just didn't know. Yep. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Some of them are, yeah, very difficult. Others, they just come right to you. But the listeners are on it. They are on it. You guys are on, seriously, I, I'm not even, I have no clue what a song is. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. The phones are like a Christmas tree lighting up. That's fun. They get your brain going. I know. Well, we have extras for next time if you want to try it. Heck but, yeah. yeah. Listeners win on this round. Sorry, JC. Oh, I didn't know it was a competition. <laughs> yeah, we're making a competition. <laughs> listeners versus JC. <laughs> All right. Up next is the hot three. So what do you got for us? Okay. So parents, when you go on a family trip, how much time do you spend actually relaxing? We're going to talk about that. Also, what are the top non-treats that dogs love to eat? If you have animals, I'm sure you have an answer to this one. And a man is looking at seven years in prison for this kind of theft. You will not believe it. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and this is a really cool deal. Next hour at 9.40, we have tickets for you to go see Alanis Morissette, T-Mobile Arena. She'll be there on October 2nd. Here we go! 
It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. You think vacation, you think relaxation, right? Well, the average parent only gets 17 minutes of relaxation a day while on vacation with their kids. In fact, one in five said they get 15 minutes or less. And one in 10 parents say they have less than five minutes to unwind. The new survey of parents also found, although 57% consider them strict, they're also willing to toss the rule book out during a family trip. More than three quarters also agreed that summer is the best time to take a family road trip. And kids who want to stay up late on vacation, they're in luck. Nearly 70% of parents are a little more open to it. While on a trip, uh, kids and parents both said their favorite parts of family vacations include bonding with parents and siblings, playing games, and taking pictures. As your girls are getting older, do you find when you go on vacation, you're getting more time to relax? You can send them off and they can do their own thing and give you some quiet time? We don't really. I mean, we. it's been a while since we've like done... like a. F- I, I mean, we've gone on vacation, but we always go to places where we just hang out. I when I think of like family vacation, I think we're gonna go to a place, we're gonna tour and do all this, and I always come back needing a vacation after the vacation. But I don't really send them off. We like to do stuff together. You know, maybe that's just me, or they act like they like to. I don't know. But then do, 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 you, do you get your relaxation time? Not or really. You, no. I, I'm always more tired from vacation. <laughs> well, how about you? Uh, I have no kids, so no no worries. Oh, you do. Oh, you don't have kids. I yeah, didn't know that. Thanks. I just mean in general, JC. <laughs> I wasn't sure. If you didn't know, we don't. Laura and I, we don't have I, any kids. I had Mercedes. no idea. Thanks for letting me know. Uh-huh. Uh, vacation, yeah, kind of the same thing. I think everyone comes back a little bit. You know, you, you got to come back and you're getting back in your routines, and that stress to, starts to kick back in. For me, it just takes a couple days to start to truly unwind. And most of our trips, we kind of just do those weekend getaways. But we did Wyoming for just about a week this past summer. It took me a couple days to kind of get into the. We're on vacation. You can relax. You don't have to worry about work. You don't worry about this. Just enjoy the moment with your wife right now. Yeah, like just uh, turn off everything. That's the thing. Like, don't check your emails. Don't, you know, don't look at social media. Just actually be in the moment and enjoy where you're at. Our place, the first week, because we stayed in two places. The first place, the Wi Fi was awful. And like the first day, I was like kind of like freaking out. I can't check emails. I can't be uh, online doing stuff. I'm like, then the second day, I'm like, what do I need to be doing? I, I don't need to do anything online. Just enjoy what we have right now. That's the hardest part. Yeah, is walking away from that. Mm-hmm. Also this morning, uh, socks top the list of things that dogs eat that they aren't supposed to. Researchers surveyed dog owners in the U.S. and found that the average owner yells, what are you eating? To their dogs nearly 50 times a year. The top non-treats that their dogs get in, into include socks at 48%, the garbage at 47%, and children's toys at 44%. And the average pet owner has to remove something from their dog's mouth about three times a month. Some of the other uh, items that dogs eat should not eat but do include paper, people food, grass, leaves, and rocks. Remember that situation where your pup is, uh, your dog starts to eat something, just like you said, reaching in the mouth, and you, you, you kind of catch it. They're like, no! And you go running over. I've done it with Jax a couple times. He's got a lot better. There's more when he's a, a puppy and stuff, just kind of just eating everything. But stick my finger like down his throat, trying to pull out whatever it was. I remember once there was a cap, like a water cap. You didn't know. I think it was like a, a fruit drink cap. So he was kind of licking it and starts to swallow the thing. I'm like, dude, no. Got my finger down, like all the way down his throat, felt the cap and got to pull that thing out. 
And so now if something happens, he's cool with me, like reaching down there and pulling whatever out. Yeah, he's just like, oh, someone I wasn't supposed to eat. Here we go. Um, finally, this morning, there uh, there are stupid criminals, and then there are stupid wrinkles in the criminal justice system. And the latter definitely applies here. Um, the man in Pennsylvania named Joseph Soboleski was at a convenience store recently, and he noticed a sign advertising 20-ounce Mountain Dew bottles, two for thir- $3. So he grabbed one threw $2 on the counter and just walked out. But apparently you needed to buy two to get the discount. And a single bottle was $2.29, not $1.50. So he actually shorted the store 29 cents plus tax or, or 43 cents total. The store called the police and then and they actually tracked him down. He was charged with a felony and was locked up on a $50,000 cash-only bond. He is facing the possibility of three to seven years in prison. It's a felony because this is his third theft charge, and the state has a three-strikes law. His first conviction came more than a decade ago for stealing a tank of gas. His second was in 2011 when he stole a $40 pair of shoes from Kmart. Joseph might be spared this time, though, since the shop owner says he did leave $2.00. Prosecutors will have to prove this wasn't a misunderstanding and that he intentionally deprived the store of 43 cents, which seems very unlikely. He probably thought he was paying extra, leaving a little extra. If it's if I see a sign that says two for three dollars, I'm like, yeah, in my head, a dollar fifty each. Here's two dollars. That should cover the drink and some in tax, Uh too. That's crazy. But then so this whole thing to get uh Process and everything. Someone had to call the cops on this guy. Like you're the store owner, you're really wasting a cop's time to come down over twenty nine, forty some cents with taxes. And now it's in the in the system. Yeah, and like we have to go to court over it. Yeah, that just seems like a huge waste of time and money. All right, coming up here in the nine o'clock hour. Don't forget nine forty. Alanis Morissette. We got your tickets. It's Mix ninety four point one. It is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. And this hour, we do have those tickets for you to go see Alanis Morissette. We got them for you. Coming up here at 940 this morning. So Steph says she has discovered something. And it has to do with you, JC. And I want to get more information on this. Apparently, um, we we needed to get a hold of you yesterday to catch you up to speed on a couple of things. And... We weren't able to find him, Steph. Is that the case? That's right. So I was with our boss in his office and he said, hey, does JC know about this? And I'm like, I don't think so. I think we should give him a call to make sure he's up to speed. So he calls JC and it's ringing and it goes to voicemail. Doesn't sound like he declined it just and sounded like he didn't pick up. And we're listening to his voicemail, which I've never heard before, JC. I've never heard your voicemail. And there's something at the end of the voicemail that I think is geared towards our boss. So I do have an out. I do have a like my it's my voice. I do have an outgoing voicemail. Yeah, it's me on it. It's you. It's not automated. It sounds like yeah, it's you. It's you're talking on it. Do you want to call my phone? Yes, and I, Mercedes, maybe you guys will pick up on this. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm I've, I've never heard his voicemail either. Now that you mention it, so I'm trying to figure it out. I was, uh, yeah, I, I didn't bump him because I, I was on a Zoom call when, he, as soon as he got done, I called him back. Okay, we're calling it now. Steph is dialing. I'm gonna pull it up here. JC's voicemail, a hidden message to our boss. Hmm. You didn't answer it, did you? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not ringing yet. It's not ringing? Uh-uh. Huh. Let me try this again. Oh, here we oh. go. Oh, I see. You can, you, you can bump us now. 
Hey, it's JC. Sorry, I missed your call. Leave a message or just send me a text. Thanks. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up. Or just send me a text. <laughs> J-Love. <laughs> and I was making fun of J-Love because he loves to leave voicemails. And I mean, I, I get it if it's important, like, hey, I'm here at this. Make sure you're here. Da, da, da. But sometimes it's just like, hey, what's up, bud? Call me back. I never check his voicemail messages. Never. And he leaves a lot. And I'll see, I'll see that I missed his call. Either call him back or if I'm tied up, send a text message. Hey, I'm, I'm working. Everything cool. But I, I never, ever, I never check voicemail messages. J-11 and my dad are the only two that leave me voicemail messages. And I never check them. Yeah. I, do, I mean, I do. If I get one, I'll... I'll look at it and see who it was. And it's usually my mom. But if it's if someone does leave me a voicemail message, do you have that text thing? I can read what the voicemail message is. Yeah. So I'll ju- I'll just read it instead, but I never I never do that either. I'm I'm with you on that. Our, yeah, our boss is, is notorious for voice. He never sends text messages when he needs something. He'll call and then leave that message for you. So did you leave that in your outgoing? Did you say, or just leave a text? Did you edit that <laughs> just for him? Or J-Love. Please. So he sits there and listens to that outgoing message every single time he calls me. Instead of just hanging up and, uh, and sending a text message, he listens to that outgoing message. Same with my dad. They listen to that entire message, and then they got to, hey, give me a call when you get a chance. Okay. You know what my mom does that's kind of old school is she'll send me a text, which is great. I love when she does that. But she always ends it with love, mom. Mm -hmm. And I I tell her every time I'm like, mom, your name comes up. Like, I literally know it's you. But she's like, I don't care. I just, how are you doing today? Love, mom. (laughs) I'm good, mom. How are you doing? Uh, I'm great. Love, mom. (laughs) That is sweet. What are you doing today? I'm going to go to Cole's. Love, mom. (laughs) It's always love, mom at the very end. It's so fun. When you write back, do you write love Mercedes? No, you just write back, cool, I have don't. fun at Coles. I, I, that's a bit like every conversation. It's like, I'm so mad at your sister. She's not calling me back. Love, mom. <laughs> so ridiculous. Is it bad that when J-Love leaves me a voicemail and it's only like four seconds, I just automatically delete it? I don't think it's bad because you know he called and you know he needs to talk to you about something. I don't think it's bad at all. I, but why does he always like to leave? It, it's Whenever he leaves me one, it's always, yo. Call me back. Okay, bye. And that's it. That's like, just text me. Call me back or something. Why Why do you do that? And he never never says what it is either. It's always like, he'll send me a text message like, hey, can you talk this afternoon? Sure, what's up? I just give me a call this afternoon. Or do you have a second to talk after the show? Sure, what's going on? Just come down to the office when you're done. Oh, it's man. never like just dropping a little nugget. Because you wouldn't do that. You've a business associate. Hey, let's meet Thursday at 10 here at Starbucks. And I'll get a cup of coffee and talk about something. What are we going to talk about? You'll find out when you get there. You tell the person what the meeting's about. That way you're prepared yes. for it. Yeah. He could have at least say, hey, we're going to discuss this upcoming promotion. Love, J-Love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jay, start texting us and sign it. Love, J-Love. We got Avril Lavigne. It's Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the mornings, what's trending on Mix 94.1? Britney Spears is trending this morning. Guess who's back on Instagram? The singer posted two photos that were taken on a weekend getaway that she and her fiance took to Palm Springs to celebrate their engagement. She said, quote, I couldn't stay away from the gram too long, so I'm back already. Her break? Lasted seven days. That's it. We thought she was going away for like a year, but she's like, ah, oh, seven days. That'll do it. Uh, she followed up with 
her uh, her uh, photos with two videos, one of her dancing to Are You Gonna Go My Way by Letty Kravitz and the other one dancing to Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. She's back. A nice week's break, and a little, like, a, like a week's vacation. Sometimes that's all it takes, mm-hmm. just to step away from a little while, and, and we're glad she's back. Also trending this morning is Dancing with the Stars. The 30th season of Dancing with the Stars premiered last night. Now, despite it being the first episode, there were a ton of standout performances these contestants are really good this year. Mel C from the Spice Girls kicked off the performances with a high-energy cha-cha. She scored 27 out of 40. Olympic gymnast Suni Lee, she absolutely killed it with a jive, getting 28 out of 40. She tied with Amanda Klutz, who earned a 28 on a tango. But the highest score of the night, it went to JoJo Siwa. She made show history, too, with her same-sex partner, Jenna Johnson. The duo did have a little slip-up in the middle, but ended up with a score of 29 out of 40. So they did very, very well. And I like uh, Olivia Jade. I saw, like, the first three or four dancers. So I I thought The Miz did a great job as well. And then I saw Olivia Jade. I I like that they came out and just addressed everything that's going on. This was the the scandal that went down. This is what happened. Here I am trying to move forward with my life. And I thought that was cool of her to do that. I just laughed though when she's like my when they do the intro package uh-huh. and she's like my name's olivia jade and you probably know me best as being a social media influencer and i'm like no we know you from the college admission scandal that's where we know you from i was in, all, I was in the kitchen when she said that i'm like say what no, and then uh-uh. she went into it i'm like okay okay <laughs> so that is trending this morning and then a crispy cream is trending this is really cool so today is world gratitude day and the chain is encouraging customers to spread the love starting today through the 27th when you order a dozen donuts to send off you'll get a free dozen in return all you got to do is order through the Krispy Kreme website or app and make sure you use the code word thanks and then you'll get a free dozen donuts. You'll also get to choose a box that says either thank you or sending some sunshine and then once you order a gift wrapped box will be sent to your recipient's door if they're in delivery range or you can pick up that dozen and hand deliver it yourself and once they get their donuts then you're going to get a voucher for a free dozen to enjoy through October 27th and whether it's donuts or just a simple telling someone that you're grateful for them I think that's a great practice I did not know there was a world gratitude day so practice some gratitude today guys and that's what's trending Welcome back to Mercedes in the Morning. It's just a great way to start a day. On Mix 94.1. Hayden, you're caller 20. Hey, oh my God. (laughs) Congratulations. Oh my God, thank you. Hayden, this is awesome. You just got tickets to Atlantis Morissette, T-Mobile Arena. She'll be there October 2nd. That's less than two weeks away. And you're qualified for this grand prize. Pre-show access to a VIP. IP lounge and a merch pack, so we'll get you in the running for the grand prize as well. Cool, thank you so much, guys. You're welcome. Enjoy. You're gonna have a great time, Hayden. And if you're still waiting for your tickets, don't worry. We're giving them away all week long. And Heather actually has another pair of tickets to give away coming up in the twelve o'clock hour. So stick around for that. Right now, it's Olivia Rodrigo on Mix ninety four point one. Last week in the charts, Drake pretty much knocked every single song out of the top 10, including that one, Deja Vu by Olivia Rodrigo. This week, she's back in the top 10. She's sitting at number 7 right now with that song. It is Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the Morning. And that is it for us on a Tuesday. Make sure you join us tomorrow. 
Got a lot going on. Two truths and one lie is coming up in the 6 o'clock hour tomorrow. Also in the 6 o'clock hour, more passes for you to see Magic Mike live at their new home over at the Sahara. And Dua Lipa tickets. You've all been calling for them. Your tickets coming up with Heads Up right around 8.15 tomorrow morning. So stick around for that. Heather is on the way next. Right now, it is time for the line of the day. Well, this was funny. I spent five minutes talking about how I couldn't believe a a colleague was calling someone by the wrong name in a Zoom meeting. I mean, their name is right there on the screen. Well, after my rant, I said this. (laughs) Real quick, uh, Jocelyn, someone had confusion with you yesterday. Oh, my God. You just did it. Jocelyn. (laughs) You just did it. You called Steph Jocelyn. No, I was looking at the screen. (laughs) Sorry, Steph. Oops. It's okay. I'll call you J-Love for now on. Oopsies. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> well, that'll do it for show number 1486 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning.